three, two, one. Microphone check. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Seat at the Table radio show. Aloha and welcome to Talk 808. I have a fantastic person that I'm interviewing for episode four uh-huh. of Seat at the Table radio show. And that gentleman has the name and I have the pleasure of speaking with Mr. Akil Evans. Akil, what's up, brother? What's good? Thank you for saving me a seat at the table. I'm super uh, I- fresh blessed. Absolutely, Akil. I mean, definitely just seeing your story and and seeing how very just, you know, you're so inspirational towards the community as well as just towards the African-American community. I just see your, I see what you're doing, brother. I really just appreciate it and just want to say thank you. So, oh man, yeah, it's a pleasure. I really feel like I do what I love and I'm always pursuing my passion and I'm glad that it's being recognized, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. So, Akil, tell me your story. What's your story? Yeah, I'm Akil, the real deal with zeal and mass appeal. Fresh like you pop the seal with the tactics of a Navy SEAL. I seek to understand before I'm understood, so I'm respected in every neighborhood. You know, when I was in high school, I knew I had the dream to become a public speaker. Really, when I was in high school, I thought motivational speaker. And since then, in high school, graduating, I decided to change how my wardrobe was. I stopped buying T-shirts, and I started intentionally buying shirts I thought a public speaker would wear, dress shirts and ties. And in college, I just took every opportunity to public speak, whether it be in class or host an event. And then graduating college, ooh, that's when it really got uh, interesting because like I said, I knew I wanted to be a public speaker. And everyone asked, what do you have to study for that? How are you going to make money off that? And I had to figure that out when I graduated college. And I did so many different opportunities. But like I said, even though I might have been like a salesman or a camp counselor, I feel like I always was working in my passion and practicing my craft and speaking to people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and seeking those opportunities and what I love brought me to Las Vegas. And once I came to Las Vegas, I was like, man, all the work I put in for so long without ever getting paid, without ever seeing any money, it just started paying off because in Vegas, it was like, it doesn't matter where you came from or the resume. If you could show up and do what they're asking, you got the gig. And uh, this blossom here in Vegas. Cool, cool. So how do you feel that your your public speaking is trans uh, transitioned into the hospitality world? Oh, man. Well, <laughs> definitely in entertainment and public speaking uh, doing a show or telling a story is the same with hospitality is how you make somebody feel and especially when you're inviting someone to, to do something like uh, come and hear you speak or listen to your story or come and eat with you or uh, visit your establishment you want them to feel welcome and at home and just in general, as a public speaker, I've always thought, uh, I, like, I want to be heard. I think it's important that I listen to people if I, if I want that. So the same way in hospitality, I think uh, no matter what, especially when it comes to conflict resolution, whenever you're talking with someone or you're inviting somebody in a hospitality setting, you want to, yeah, you want to tell them what you're about, but also listen to their needs. And that's a huge part, I think, in why I was successful and hospitality is, uh, is listening to people. I think that's a big part of it because people tell you what they want. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. 
So another quick question for me, uh, for you. Tell me, discuss a uh, specific accomplishment you achieved in uh, your previous position or current position. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I'll bring it to previous because I mentioned when I first moved to Las Vegas. Yeah, I remember before I ever. It was a huge deal for me. I always believed in myself and I went around introducing myself as a public speaker, but that was before I had any gigs. And I say my biggest accomplishment would be uh, from starting off as a volunteer on, as an MC for a show and working my heart out and writing my scripts for that and being recognized by the producer for a game show and the audience and me taking that. I knew I heard from my crew that there was a producer that came to our old show mm-hmm. And one of our cameramen got hired by the guy. And when I heard that, I was like, let me go and check. They're hiring people. Let me go and check out the show. So I just showed up at the show under the guise of supporting my friend. I made sure I talked to the producer. And I asked, like, you know, I work on that show with my friend. You just hired you. What type of opportunities? And he said, you know what? I saw you at that show. And you come back tomorrow. You got the gig. And that, I say, was the was a huge accomplishment because it's my first type of gig where I could make my living off of public speaking. Mm-hmm. And it, it blew, it, I went from, like I said, I went from that show as well. I was the MC, I was the backup host. I went to hosting it and mainlining it and it even moved to the strip. So that was the definitely a huge accomplishment, achievement that showed me that what I'm doing, I'm on the right path and I'm going to be great at what I do. So you mean to tell me that I was I'm talking to a host of a game show that was on the Las Vegas Strip? Yes. Oh, oh yes. Wow. I didn't know that part. So not only were you working in the food and beverage industry, but you were balancing that position as well. Yeah, that's right. Oh wow, that's right. So the that's public right. speaking was just uh, put at maximum maximum effort, huh? <laughs> yeah, because during that time. Like I said, uh, in chasing your dreams, I'm dealing with that all the time is the reality of doing what you love and figuring out a way to get paid for it. And then you just got to make ends meet while you're figuring that out. And so, uh, like, I had that attitude, especially when I went into hospitality, which you're talking about in uh, the luxury movie dining experience. And that area that it was in in Las Vegas is really close to my heart is downtown Las Vegas. And so there was a mix of being in downtown um, also, the nature of the ownership of the company being in a, a minority where I saw so many minorities represented, that was important to me. And of course, that opportunity to represent, since it was downtown, to represent and build up downtown with a luxury experience like that. So that was a, I saw it all part of the picture in my dream as a public speaker and spreading the knowledge. This is huge for me once I moved to Vegas. I learned that it was more than what is glamorized as Sin City and 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 joining the luxury business and hospitality, I feel like that was part of me sharing that story to Las Vegas. Thanks. So, what type of dining do you like? You know, are you mm. a big foodie person? Mm. I like. Oh well, I recently had a chance to go to a restaurant. I don't know if we're name dropping here, but I really love that experience at the restaurant that you're affiliated with because of the live entertainment aspect. I did not expect that. I love to uh, be entertained like that uh, with a live show. Even, uh, for example, like the hibachi chefs would cook in front of you. 
I love to have that interaction with the chef and see the art form or, or have the, the music like that. I love that type of experience. Yeah. Excellent. I love, I love good hibachi as well. And I think that live entertainment component, uh, that's something that you, you see very rarely, especially in Las Vegas. You know, you'll see them in uh, the bigger markets, such as your Los Angeles, California, your uh, Miami, Florida. Uh, but definitely uh, that restaurant's one of a kind. So, Oh, no doubt. <laughs> so tell me about uh, Dragon Wisdom. You know, what does that name mean? How did this come about? Oh, man, it'd be my pleasure. It's deep. The Dragon Wisdom. Some of my friends, they say I'm swagging like a dragon, but I'm not bragging. The dragon is my favorite animal, and a lot of people hear that and they go, your favorite animal? Dragons aren't real. And for me, I made one of my dreams come true. I studied abroad in Japan, and I know that if you, <laughs> if you have a vision for your life or your goal, you can't necessarily listen to what people are telling you is uh, real or reality or what you can and cannot do. And dragon wisdom for me is that reminder that... Uh, your imagination and your goals and your dreams, they are real, it's tangible, and it's up to you whether or not you believe in them. Let me go after it. And the dragon also represents wisdom, especially the Eastern dragon, wisdom, the forces of nature and power. So that's why I have the dragon wisdom. Okay. Excellent. So who would you say is your your role model? Mm. When I first had that inspiration to be a public speaker, Les Brown, Leslie Brown, a motivational speaker, um, not only because he's African-American like me, but also because of his, his storytelling skills I thought were top notch. And when I said like, when you asked me, you asked me uh, a mentor, is that what you asked me? Or someone I look up to? A role model, role model, yeah. Yeah. As a role model, for sure, I looked at everything he did. Like when I first moved to Vegas, tried to get a radio gig, like he did, because he was. They told him when he was really young that he was mentally retarded. At least that's what he was labeled at his school. But there was one teacher who asked him to do something, and he was like, "Les Brown said, no, I'm retarded." But the teacher said, "I don't care what they say, you are, do it." And that mentality is what. Just having someone believe in him like that is what changed his life. And like I said, he, he first had a gig at the radio show, but he was just cleaning up the radio show, just oh, wow. uh, being around as a janitor. But he would listen. He, that's where he wanted to be. He listened to the radio. He fell in love with it. And he finally had an opportunity where somebody was sick. And that's when he stepped up. And that really reminds me of when I was the MC for the game show that was on the strip. Uh, Todd Bridges was the host, and I was his warm-up guy, his MC. I remember watching the show every night and being like, ah, man, I think I could do that. Like, I've watched it enough. And the one time he got sick, the the producer looked at me. I said, I can do it. And, uh, and that's where it was. That was it, you know? Yeah, that was definitely like your, uh, your defining moment right there, right? Definitely. Especially because in my mind, I, would, I was prepared for that moment. Like I said, I would look at the show. I'd be there and I'd be like, I can do this. Or what would it look like if I was doing it? That's awesome. That's awesome. So are you currently still in the, are you in the food and beverage industry or are you in the game show or are you hosting or what are you currently doing right now? <laughs> Man, I'm doing, 
yes i think the answer to that is yes i am i'm doing a lot of different things and it's a blessing uh, right now what i'm focusing on is my own youtube channel and uh, content online sharing people what dragon wisdom is and in doing that i still am involved with food and beverage i've been making some content for the my that luxury movie dining experience that we talked about uh, in my experience in hospitality although i'm not there every day i'm still there on the screens you know creating content and sharing with people inviting people in sharing with people the specials right now i also work with a gaming outlet and this is like a dream come true because passion for me has always been gaming and uh now i get to not only play video games talk about it but i'll be a public speaker in video games i'll be hosting something later in vegas oh, next wow. month yeah the level up expo i'll be hosting there that that industry is just growing so much. Just I remember when my mom and my dad and my my aunt would just tell me to turn on video games off, and now it's more of like keep those mm. video video games on, huh? Definitely. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this too: Vegas is supposed to be the esports or the professional gaming capital of the world. With our, I mean, it's already built for conventions and our some of our arenas. Oh man, yeah, it's it's big. Yeah, I was very. I was very surprised to see how how the transition with esports out here in the in the city, as well as just how much it's grown in general. I mean, you can literally make millions of dollars off esports right now. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah. So, tell me about uh, when have you been most satisfied in life? You know, do you feel that you've already hit that point? Do you feel like you <clears throat> that you have a, a certain time that you that's coming up or you know when is that satisfaction coming to you man that's a great question it it feels like satisfaction is something very fleeting i think about the big goals that i accomplished like when i went to japan and there's a feeling it's awesome there is a feeling of satisfaction that you can do whatever you want especially when it's a that goal for me was over 10 years in going to japan oh wow and yeah so that satisfaction, that feeling of I can I can do whatever I put my mind to is huge, but it is fleeting. It's fleeting. And I think uh, satis- I'm most satisfied, I think, actually not when I've accomplished something, but when I'm, I'm working towards it and I feel like I'm putting my best effort in. Because there's a little sense, it's, it's really strange. I've been thinking about this recently. This little sense of uh, not sadness, but of what's next after you've accomplished a big goal. Uh-huh. After all my energy and time was put into that, I've done it. What do I do now with myself? So it's always a, a cycle. Okay. All right. So sitting here a year from now, I mean, we're going to be celebrating a great year, a great 2019. And, you know, in that venture and all these ventures, you know, what do you feel will be the biggest achievement for a kill in 2019? Oh, yeah. I was looking forward to this question because big things are popping. We'll... <laughs> for me, the, the biggest thing that I would accomplish would be with this dragon wisdom that I'm established where I, everything that I do, I'm representing dragon wisdom. Every gig, whether I'm still in this doing the hospitality, 
with the gaming I own myself and my company is Dragon Wisdom is, is who you're coming to to get a kill the real deal and to do that I know I'm going to have to continue putting out this work this online content and putting my face out there to do gigs because as long as I've been here in Vegas as a kill the real deal I've kind of uh been trying to add to other people's causes and build myself up through other people. But now I'm doing that through Dragon Wisdom, my own entrepreneurial project. And that would be the biggest thing is that Dragon Wisdom is is fully running. And that's, that is what I'm doing. It's not, oh, Akil, are you still working with this restaurant and the gaming? It's like you're working on Dragon Wisdom and you're taking care of all that stuff, right? Because that's what Dragon Wisdom is about. Pursuing your passions. I remember and it's worth it. Well, man, a lot of a lot of wisdom coming from this uh this young kid right here. Jeez. <laughs> Just a very inspiring story and you know, those words is I, I will say it I feel like your your outlook on life is completely different than, than mine's was years and years ago when I was your age. So you you got something special, my friend. Something special. I appreciate that. Thank you. Like I said, I, I'm really humbled to be invited to do the podcast. It's a reminder to me that what I'm doing is worthwhile because you get caught up. I know in your new project, you get caught up in making it happen, doing it yourself, thinking I need to do more. I'm not where I'm supposed to be right now. And that's why I'm glad you asked that question about what could be celebrating satisfaction because that is, I think that's part of how beautiful life is is working towards something and believing in it and mm-hmm. yeah thank you so much my pleasure my pleasure you know so what other professions uh would you like to attempt i mean you have so many on your plate right now what is something that is uh, your passion you know a couple of uh one of my previous episodes uh, Jack London stated that uh, you know he wanted to be a professional wrestler growing oh. up. You know, would it? What's what's something that? Uh, what's a profession that you would like to attempt? Mm. Oh, so many cool things come to mind. But I, right now in entertainment, I work as the assistant to a magician. And now that I've been practicing magic as as an assistant. It is so much tied into public speaking and entertainment, hospitality as well. How you make someone feel. But being a magician is something that I've, I've been thinking about doing now and looking to perform as a magician. As, <laughs> because uh, that feeling of wonderment, wow. uh, you know, I've, with, you know, with dragons, I, I have imagination. But to have that, especially with kids, is fun. But to have an adult and just blow someone's mind and, have them change the way of thinking. Magic is really powerful that to open that story with someone, invite someone in and and trick them and have them know they're being tricked and them still like you afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That that that's the one thing that still amazes me. That one experience is uh magic and I'm every time I see it, I'm just like, oh, okay, how did they do that? Now go online to YouTube <laughs> and try to figure it out. And I'm like, oh, why did I look it up? Because I just messed up the <laughs> the way that I looked at it. But that's awesome. That's awesome. Really good. Uh, hey, what type of impact do you uh, do you feel you have on the Las Vegas community, or what would you like to have on the community? I'm glad you asked. The impact that I want to have downtown is I feel like 
a lot of my opportunities came from downtown. And that's why I still live there, especially in Las Vegas. And I'm always looking to join projects like that. And my impact downtown would be to lift up all these great places that we have down. I feel like downtown isn't as frequented as the Strip, if you're not a local. There's so many places I love that I love the name drop that are my passion, like in esports and arcade uh, and also resources. And so as a force downtown, I want to be a loudspeaker that lets people know in Las Vegas, you know, the opportunities we have here, the culture that we have here. And I'm always trying to, like I said, give back in the way that I was given opportunities, I've always speak. You know, as a collaborator and the inspirer. <laughs> so what about back, where, where are you from originally? Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, wow. So what type of, you know, what, what do you, uh, what type of impact do you want to, you know, fulfill in uh, Ohio? You know, people looking back and seeing you on uh, TV and hearing you on the radio, you know, what type of positive impact do you want to have people get from that back at home? Yeah. I always saw myself kind of going back home eventually to live and Back home, I would love to – I feel like a lot of people leave Cleveland, especially after college. There's a lot of sprawl of our young professionals. And mm. back home in Cleveland, I always think about this sometimes because I miss it. But I want to build up my skills to the point where when I do go back home, like I talk about how Vegas provide opportunity for me. I want to be able to provide the opportunity in Cleveland where people want to stay and build up the city, like similar to – you see how the economy – well, I saw the economy change when LeBron James came. And I'm not saying it's going to be the return of the king when I come back. <laughs> but I, I, I see myself, whether it's my family or whether it's Dragon Wisdom, coming back there and, and growing something there, part of my life. Because so that's well, where it started a, for me. You know, I'm pretty sure you're going to have a lot of support on that one, my friend, because, you know, that's the one thing about giving back to the community, especially back at home, you know, the less fortunate – and that's kind of that, that thrive and that passion that, that really just motivates me as well. Because I want to see, I want people to see the progress that we as a people, uh, we as a industry has, has evolved throughout all the years. And just do a lot of inspiration for people back at home that may not have those opportunities. But, you know, we can, they can catch us online on YouTube and and get our words of wisdom and, and listen to us on radio shows. So I agree with you 100%, sir. No doubt. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, definitely look at wrapping it up. Uh, so where can, the listeners, where can the listeners find you on social media? Yes, you can find me at Dragon Wisdom. You spell wisdom, W-I-Z-D-O-M. That's on Instagram and YouTube. Dragon Wisdom. All right. Excellent. Excellent. And and also, if you're visiting Las Vegas and all my listeners, definitely look up Akil uh, and see where we can find his uh, magic show. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll have it on his social media as well. So definitely yes, uh, indeed. Come, up, come out and say hello to Akil when you can. Well, yeah, come through. <laughs> 
Well, Akil, thank you very much for joining me this morning. And uh, all my listeners out there in Hawaii really appreciate just hearing you and hearing your story because that's what it's about. It's all about making that impact and hearing that story of uh, all our guests, all the guests that come on this radio show. And uh, just want to say a big thank you, Akil, for the time again. So, My pleasure. Well, on that note, team, on that note, my seat at the table family, have a great day. And uh, Dragon Wisdom, what can I say? I got to have wisdom like that. <laughs> All right. Have got a great, it. Have a great day, everybody. Peace.